Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Hey there, thank you so much for joining us this week. Today we have a fun, passionate guest, registered dietitian, Olivia. She is on a mission to guide her clients toward food freedom through simple and sustainable nutrition. Olivia empowers individuals to cultivate a peaceful relationship with food, allowing them to save her life without unnecessary stress. And she shares her own heartfelt story and her own journey during this process. Join us for this conversation. Well, Olivia, it is so great to have you here with us. Will you introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are and what you do? Yeah, thank you so much, Stacey. Uh, so my name is Olivia, like you said, <laughs> and I consider myself a non-diet dietitian. And so my main goal is to help support women, uh, especially, um, but to help them uncouple themselves from food and like the guilt and the shame that, that they associate with food and with their overall relationship with food and with their body and with movement. Um, and for them, for me to teach them how to lean into better understanding of nutrition and with themselves. Um, and so that they, that way they can build a more positive and a more simple relationship with food, with their body and with movement. What do you, what would you say are some of like the biggest hiccups, especially as we head into the new year and we see everything from weight loss to goals to diet culture and so much more, what would be some of the biggest roadblocks that your audience is having? Uh, some of the biggest roadblocks that I've seen recently, and I think we kind of mentioned it before we hit record on the button, but like you hear so many mixed messages out there in social media in the world today. And it's like, what's true, what's not true. And then especially when you are still struggling with your overall relationship with food and you have that guilt and that shame around certain foods and it's like you think to yourself okay I have to eat in a certain way uh, around the holidays or you know on a specific holiday itself on the day it's like well it's a holiday I can just let loose and have all the foods but then you're not um you're not fixing the root cause of it all. You know, that that guilt and that shame is still lying there for individuals and things such as that. And it's just like they're trying to cope with this guilt and cope with that shame. And um, they're just, they feel confused almost. And that and that's something that too that I love to work with clients through is that confusion that they may have because it's like, well, I shouldn't have this, but I should have that. And it's just like when you, let that be your guide in your food decision making, it can get really confusing. Um, so yeah, it's just um, getting through that guilt and that shame, like I said. And then also backtracking a little bit uh, as far as the social media, knowing, you know, what is true and what's untrue and sticking with what helps you the most, I guess, especially in the holiday season. In your Instagram profile, you have empowering you to simplify that's a keyword. Your relationship yeah. with food, so you can become your healthiest self. 
What are some simple tips that you love to share with your audience? Yeah, so the word simplify, the word simple is really like my guiding word when it comes to nutrition and when it comes to like just my overall life because I live in a very small town um, and I do consider myself just a very simple type of person. Um, But yeah, so I really help clients simplify their overall relationship with food. And we do this in a way by, like I was mentioning, you know, I teach them how to let go of that guilt and let go of that shame because it's not, it's not as simple (laughs) as just saying, okay, you know, all the guilt's gone. I'm fine. You know, I can eat whatever it is. You know, there is really that mental health aspect, especially when it comes to our overall health. Um, you know, yes, there's the physical side of it, but there's also the mental side of it. And I teach them how to mentally let go of that guilt and mentally let go of that shame. Um, but as far as like simplifying the relationship, I started in the very first step of working with me and inside my foundation step is my first step. And I really just start with the basics. And, you know, um, making sure that they are meeting their nutrition foundation. Um, so what that can look like is making sure that they're eating enough and eating consistently with all three macronutrients. And so we start with the simplification in the very first step. And we just keep using that simplified method of mine all throughout the steps. And then in my third step, the feel-good step, is when we really hone in on their overall nutrition and just really work on um, individualizing nutrition for them. And that's something too, because um, again, in the world of nutrition and the world just in itself, um, it's, it gets complicated just because you see something and you think it should apply to you because, Oh, it worked for them. So it should work for me. But I really want my clients to understand that every person is individualized and that, you know, you have unique needs in a certain way. And so in what ways can we simplify that for for you and your lifestyle? Um, so we can work, you know, I've worked specifically for like meal planning, simplifying meal planning for them because some people need to have a meal plan. Or learn how to uh, prep themselves up for the week ahead. Um, Sometimes it's just like simply, how do I add some nutrition in simple ways um, to my meals and to my snacks to kind of boost up the nutrition a little bit? Um, And then other simple ways, you know, if they have a diagnosis of like diabetes, a heart condition, or if they have a family history of certain diseases, you know, is there there certain ways that we can kind of add again Uh, nutrition in there to kind of help work against those diseases. I love that. Um, What would be some of the, I guess, an example of a client testimonial for some of those aha moments for taking it step by step with them? Yeah, Um, I think like, especially, uh, that's such a wonderful question. (laughs) So I think one of like the biggest aha moments my clients have is when we finally kind of Either like we're halfway through the second step. And so my second step of the program is called release. And so when they're kind of like halfway in that step, kind of towards the end, and they're seeing and they're feeling within their body that release of guilt and that release of shame, that burden almost, like 
a weight has been lifted off their shoulders and they're able to keep like the foods that they thoroughly enjoy that they want, you know, chronically overate or possibly binge ate, you know, and they're able to keep those foods in the house and feel normal, feel neutral around those foods. I think it really gives them that boost of confidence of like, hey, this is working and I like the way that this is going and, you know, I'm feeling much better physically, mentally, and emotionally. Um, And it's that type of like confidence, exactly, especially in that certain stage that they're in that they need. And it's just like, hey, this is, this is working. This is good. That's always a good feeling to see them have that kind of the light bulb moment of like, oh, yes, you're yes. going in the right direction. Just keep on going. Yes. Trust trust the process, right? <laughs> yes, because that's what, I, that's what I tell them. Like, this journey that they're taking, it's not necessarily like, hey, you're here and we're going to get you to this point. Like, yeah, like the overall aspect of it all is kind of like that. But hey, this is a journey. You're going to learn. You're going to unlearn certain things. And there's going to be high points and there's going to be low points. And I'm very open and very honest with my clients. And I tell them very upfront. I'm like, hey, I'm not saying that this journey is going to be the easiest thing that you've ever done. This is going to be very hard, especially when it comes to the mental aspect of it all and working through those thoughts and working through those beliefs that they've held for so long and working against that almost and changing their perspective when it comes to food, nutrition, their bodies, um, and then with exercise also. On your website, you share your own personal journey. How did you come to this light of finding food freedom? Yeah, so if you go to my website, I do give you some highlights of my overall story, and that's kind of what led me to opening my private practice and becoming a non-diet dietitian and helping women in the way that I do today. Um, But yeah, so I was personally diagnosed with an eating disorder. And um, I went to residential rehab for a while, um, thought therapy, thought, you know, help from a dietitian and all things such as that. Um, And then I kind of came out of that rehab program Um, and I would like kind of when I came out of there I would kind of consider myself in like this like quasi recovery like hey I'm not deep into my eating disorder but like hey those disordered behaviors and patterns and habits are still there and they were still like running my life Um, and then a couple years after that um, me and my family unfortunately um, lost my younger brother at the age of 16 and I think it was it was then that really it just put life into perspective for me and it's like what do I want to do with my life like is this the way that I want to continue living my life with you know just everything like food and nutrition and my behaviors around all of that you know controlling me and me feeling just lost almost do I really want to continue down that road or is there another way? And so kind of when that happened for me, I did kind of start learning or kind of heard about intuitive eating and moving outside of diet culture. Um, And that's kind of when I would say my 
recovery, like true recovery kind of started playing in. And I really dove in and I really started working on my relationship with food and the way I was thinking about certain things. And I was challenging myself. Um, I did take the road um, alone almost. Like I didn't, you know, seek, you know, another non-diet dietitian or anything like that. And that's kind of what fuels me today also. Like, yes, you can all, you can definitely do this journey by yourself. But I feel like if I had the support, it wouldn't have taken me years to finally hit that true, you know, freedom aspect of it all. Um, and then kind of further on with my story, um, I had my, I got pregnant and had my first daughter. And so, um, that kind of fuels me too, to stick with the path that I'm on, um, because I want to teach her to have a positive relationship with food and a positive relationship with her body. And I didn't want her to be watching because Kids, kids watch you, even though when you think they're not, they are. Um, and I didn't want to, you know, teach her or show her or have her mom in the background, you know, judging her body and, and saying all these comments about food and all, all that, all those things. Um, so yeah, um, I'm, I'm very open and I'm very honest with my story. I don't hold anything back because I don't hold shame around what my life used to look like around food and with my body. Um, I use that as a motivation almost. I use that as a learning experience. And it's like, hey, I'm not saying that me and you or, you know, me and my clients or whatever, um, that our stories are exactly the same. Like, I don't necessarily struggle with what they may struggle with or what they've been through or the trauma that they've been through. But I know that recovery is possible and I've had those same particular thoughts and maybe behaviors around food. And I can help you. I can support you through that. And we can get over this hurdle so that they can live the life that they truly want. Thank you for sharing that. And your journey is making up who you are, helping those around into the future. And it, it's your whole story. Absolutely. Yeah. So what is your food philosophy um, you have some really fun reels where you make food real. You kind of cut off those rules. What does food look like for you? So, yes. So I think we kind of mentioned it before, but my kind of way around nutrition is I like to keep it simple and I like to do it in a way that helps you feel good, feel your best. Um, and that's kind of why I use my third step of the program um, feel good steps. So I intertwine the intuitive eating framework within my program. Um, and my third step of feel good step is kind of bouncing off of gentle nutrition when it comes to intuitive eating. So gentle nutrition is the last principle of the intuitive eating framework of the book. Um, but sometimes I feel like uh, that doesn't really hone in on what we're truly trying to connect with the overall aspect of it all. And so the way I connected it, I guess, is what's the main message? What's the main purpose of gentle nutrition? And to me, that is feeling good, helping the individual feel their very best physically, mentally, and emotionally, because I carry that all throughout my main messages is, you know, health, food, nutrition, whatever you want to call it. 
it's not only physically feeling well, we also want you to feel mentally and emotionally well. Um, and so I kind of lost the main question of this, <laughs> but <laughs> I get lost in my words sometimes. But uh, yes, so my main message is that's what it was. I'm sorry, simple and feel good. Um, and so, yes, and so. Like I said, you know, feeling good is both physically, mentally, and emotionally. And we like to intertwine that with a feel-good step. Physically, yes, are we hitting all the components that we need within, you know, meals and snacks, like on um, nutrient aspect of it all, like macronutrients, micronutrients, antioxidants, all those things. But then also on the mental aspect of it all, you know, are you finding satisfaction within your food? You know, are you enjoying your food? Um, cause if you're not, then it's just not going to kind of mix together. And, and so if you're not mentally satisfied, then you're going to continue looking for more and more food. Um, so yeah, so my main message is, is to keep it simple and to help you feel good, uh, when it comes to, you know, food and movement and body. I think that inner voice of what you're really craving and how satisfaction plays into it plays a really key role that we we forget about, especially when it comes to diet culture. Yes, especially, yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Before we hit record, I was telling you I loved the post about the waffles versus protein waffles versus regular waffles. I know my family does not like the protein pancakes or the protein waffles. Mm -hmm. And so uh, tell us a little bit more about that reel. Yes. So I think this also interplays with first removing the guilt, the shame, the unlearning what um, culture around us today says so that way you can have food be realistic for you like you said your family doesn't enjoy protein waffles but you may feel pressured into buying those protein waffles spending that extra money and making yourself making your family eat those foods when you necessarily again don't enjoy them and so when you don't enjoy them when they're coming when they're affecting your budget then is it truly healthy for you and your lifestyle and your family almost? Um, so, yeah, with the waffles in particular, again, I've mentioned it before. I live in a small town. Like the nearest grocery store is Walmart and it's 20 minutes away. Um, and then like Kroger and Aldi is 45 minutes away from me. And so normally like when I go grocery shopping, it's a mom and pop shop. Like we go to the mom and pop grocery store. They don't hold protein waffles, you know, and it's by releasing, you know, all, all that guilt and that shame associated with the quote unquote, you know, unhealthy, what you hear about type of food. And it's like, Hey, how can I use this um, to bump up the nutrition? Like I said, and help you to, you know, feel good in the long term. Um, and yeah, and so we kind of intertwine again, both the physical side of it all and then also the mental side of it. And then 
tape, bringing reality in. Let's be realistic here. You know, protein waffles or whatever foods that we want to talk about, you know, they're more expensive. Like, that, 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 that's obvious. Um, so if that doesn't fall into your budget, then that's okay. You don't have to buy that. So we can work together to figure out what is going to help you fill your bed in a way that's financially stable for you and your household. Um, and then also making you, again, feel good physically. Your additions to the the regular waffles were so great and enlightening and very simple with, with products that you may already have. So good exactly, job on that. Yeah. Yes. What are yeah. some other uh, popular reels or posts that have caught some attention? Um. So I was kind of looking back, the latest one that was really, um, that hit kind of really big, I guess you would say, I've not had, like, my page is very small, and hey, I will own that, uh, there is no shame associated with that, because I love, uh, you know, speaking and talking and messaging with the followers that I do have, but one of the, like, the bigger reels that kind of hit big was um, one about meal prepping, meal planning. And so when it comes to that, I feel, again, if you're scrolling social media and you're looking up at on Google, like meal planning, meal prepping, you see like these, oh my gosh, I cringe, but these black and white like containers with chicken and rice and broccoli and like with six containers full and it's like the same amount and it's like the same things over and over again. And it's like your body its energy needs are different every day. Like, how do you know really and truly, like, the same amount of rice, the same amount of grilled chicken, and broccoli is going to keep you full and keep you satisfied every single day? You don't know. So the way that I kind of view meal prepping is how can we, again, using that this word, simplify this for you throughout your week? And so I think in particular with that thing, I just made, like, a batch of muffins and I had like some boiled eggs and then I had a container of Greek yogurt. And it's like, you know, I use these muffins and depending on what I'm in the mood for, do I want to go with sweet? Do I want to go with savory? And pairing that muffin um, with the other macronutrients to create a feel-good plate almost um, uh, to, you know, help you on busy mornings or whatever it may be. Um, that way, you know, you're keeping meal prepping, meal planning, whatever you want to call it, flexible. Because nutrition is, you know, when you reach that state of feel-good nutrition, you know, you want it to be flexible. You don't want it to be so stern and so strict uh, because you've done that. You've done that with diet culture. You've done that with diet. Let's let go of all that and kind of make it a little bit more relaxed for you um and so yeah so I kind of guide you know when we talk about meal prep or meal planning it's how can we make it flexible how can we just make things a little bit more simpler but also on you know the physical aspect of it all you know again like I said you may not know if that same amount of food is going to fill you up or keep you satisfied and so that way you can just build a plate when you can um in the amounts that you know that are going to fill you up that particular day. But yeah. I love that. And we all know from the mistakes we've made, we probably have tried six of those broccoli, chicken, rice things. And by day three, you're like just choking it down. You're like, oh, this is not good. (laughs) This is not satisfying when I really want that leftover pizza in the fridge, you know. (laughs) 
Exactly. Yes. Yes. That gets hard. Um, tell us more about you have a self-paced program, correct? Yes. And what is the name of that? So that is, um, so my overall program is Nourished with Freedom. And then the self-paced course is bouncing off of that with my very first step within the program. So the self-paced course uh, in particular is Nourished with Freedom and Empowered Foundation. And so that is really what I want my clients to leave with is that empowerment feeling when it comes to food your body and with movement. So that is my main goal at the very end working with clients is to get them to feel empowered in themselves, but also in their food choices. So that self-paced course is just a a shorter type of work span. Um, It's all preloaded, pre-lessons, there's workbooks, there's resources, all the things, but it sets them up with the foundation step. Um, and that's really getting to the basics of nutrition, you know, meeting that, um, like, I, I know it's called the foundation, you know, empower foundation, but, you know, we lay that foundation. We have to have that foundation when it comes to nutrition in order to work through the bigger things, to work through that mindset, uh, that mental health aspect, to work through the emotional uh, eating or emotional hunger that they may experience, the body image issues that they have. Uh, and so forth like that. So yeah, the self-paced course um, is just setting them up with the foundation step. And then um, they, of course, can have the option to uh, progress forward in working together because I feel like, again, reaching that individual need is so huge. And I feel like you can't really get those individual needs taken care of um, when you're not seeking that one-on-one support. And so I kind of let them make the decision after completing the course um, if they want to proceed forward. So, yeah. That is great. And I'm going to read off your module titles just because it's a nice kind of yeah. overview. You have uh, Food Freedom and Beyond, Understanding Your Patterns, Rewriting Your Story, The Science Behind yeah. It All, Building Back Body Trust, and Redefine Your Health. Very, very helpful uh, with that information. And then you tie it in with your one-on-one coaching. Beautiful. Yeah. Love that. So my one-on-one coaching, of course, consists of a 12-week work basis, um, and it, we cover all four steps of the program. So, of course, starting with the foundation, then the release, then the feel-good step, and then the last step is embrace, and where you're just overall embracing um, everything that you've learned and learned about yourself um, and all the things. So, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite part about working with clients through this process? Oh, I guess my, my favorite part, I guess, is just them, I guess, finding, I know this kind of sounds kind of cliche, I guess, maybe, but like just them finding themselves. Because for so long, when you live in diet culture, when you're hopping from diet to diet to diet, you lose yourself. You lose who you are. You lose the connection. I love the word connection. You lose the connection between you and your body. And the way I describe this with clients when we first start working together, um, I'm like, you don't need calorie counting. You don't need macro tracking. You don't need any external factor dictating what, when, where, how, whatever your what you eat or whatever it may be. You know, who are you going to have for the rest of your life, your body? And it's 
connecting you and your body back together again so that you can become a team and let that guide you from here on out. And that is what I love is when clients are able to depict between who they are and who dot culture said they should be and let them have the empowerment um, to make the decisions from there on out. Um, because like I said, you know, they spent years upon years, you know, in dot culture, in those mixed messages and only obtaining like, okay, I'm only here to like, I need to lose weight. I need to look a certain way and all the things. And it's like, you know, is that really truly why you're here? Um, so yeah, so that's my favorite part. Just them being able to, Hey, you know, I'm not here to just look a certain way or to lose weight or, you know, make sure that I'm eating the quote unquote healthiest food I can possibly eat, you know, and all the things. So yeah, that's just a, a beautiful, just, just seeing that in those, in those clients is my, is my by far favorite thing ever. And what's really cool is that their gratefulness at the end, they're like, thank you so much for teaching this to me. And then it's like, no, you did all the work. I just gave you the tools in a slow process. So, Exactly. I give you the tools. I give you the resources. I give you what you, what you already know really deep down. It's just, you just need a little guidance. And, and I love to, express that like I, I've not done anything like I've just I've just given you the tools and the guidance and you you you've done it you you have rewired your brain you have let go of the guilt let go of the shame you know you you've found what feels good for you and your body because I tell them I tell my clients all the time I'm like I can tell you what I think you need but like I don't know if that's going to make you feel good or not you have to let me know that. You have to discover, you know, you have to learn and experiment and practice with what, you know, with everything. And and I, I tell them too, I'm like, you know, this is just one huge, big learning experience and learning experiment. Like, think of this as science. Like, what, maybe this will work. Maybe this won't work. You know, does this make me feel good? Let me change a few things. Does this make me feel good? And along the way, they're learning. They're building upon each step. And it's just a beautiful ride. Olivia, where can everyone go and connect with you? Yes. So I'm mainly on Instagram, but I'm also on TikTok every now and then. Um, but yeah, you can find me at Simply Real Period Dietitian. Um, Simply Real Dot Dietitian, whatever you want to call it. But yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing more about Thank your you. business and your program and how you help others. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Stacey. So much fun to talk with Olivia. She is, she just makes you smile. So be sure to follow her on Instagram and I have included ways to contact with her in the show notes, whether it be on Instagram, self-paced course, work with her, and her free snacking guide. Please share this episode with a friend, someone that really needs it. And thank you so much for joining us here on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.